0: Good morning and welcome back to the Flow Track Podcast. My name is Lincoln Shrike, joined today by Gordon Mack. It's Wednesday, July fifteenth. How are you today, Gordon?
1: You know what today is? Payday. And do you know payday for who? Tax day. Tax day. Tax day. Payday for the government. Yeah. Did you do yeah. tax? Right. Did you finish your taxes?
0: i i finished them before the typical april 15th so yeah I, I i was done with that i mean i'm usually a pretty good procrastinator but the by the time they extended that it was i don't know already into march or something so i was like ready ready to go i'm looking to get that tax return you know
1: I, what about you i owed i owed money so i had to send, a, send a check they cashed it today saw it go through on my bank account i was like okay it basically canceled out payday to me for me literally yeah <laughs> my tax bill was basically equivalent to my two weeks check so basically made 0 dollars the past two weeks that's
0: tough that's tough to hear sorry sorry to uh i don't know to have that happen to you but it's okay you got to pay uncle sam or if you're like me you know you got to get paid by uncle sam it's 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 either way uh okay it's Wednesday, not a ton to talk about. I feel like we've covered results. We've covered potentially what could happen across country. We've covered who's doing conference only, who's just canceling their season. You, though, have given us something to talk about. You said you had something exciting to bring out in our text thread yesterday. We didn't know what it was. Turns out it is basically the track and field equivalent for the Madden rankings, ratings, I should say. Um, why don't you tell the people what you came up with and how you came up with it and why you wanted to do it?
1: Yeah. So earlier this week, um, a bunch of the podcasts and just, uh, my Twitter feed was overwhelmed with football players debating and, uh, creating or just like conversating about their newly released Madden player rate player ratings. And in the NFL world, it is a big deal whatever your rating is like. And mm-hmm. Madden turns it into a big moment. They actually like give a gift to like to like Pat Mahomes for being rated 99. It's like a huge deal. And all the players always think they're underrated than what they deserve to be. Um, Carson Wentz was rated 84 as a quarterback, and I was like, "What? Carson Wentz? He's great." Uh, Aaron Rodgers was rated in 80s. So everyone always has a reason for why they should be rated higher. And I thought, hey, we need this in track and field. So I got to it and I created player ratings for over 500 athletes on the men's and women's side. So, hey, got something for people to debate. And I feel like they're good ratings. Some people may think they're underrated, but... The thing about player ratings is no one thinks they're overrated right no one is going to be like oh you rated me too high it's always going to people everyone's going to be like you rated me too low so i mean i already see some people complaining about grant holloway's rating he's rated 98. like mm-hmm. can you imagine a football player being rated 98 in madden and being like you should be a 99 come on 98 is a well, good rating in my opinion
0: lamar yeah it is of course i think lamar jackson didn't get a 99 which I don't know on the defensive side of the ball, but I know Christian McCaffrey and Pat Mahomes got 99s for Madden, but Lamar Jackson didn't. I assume he got a 98, but uh, well, let's just jump up, jump through some of these or look through some of these because you did release these already on the side for both men and women. I encourage people to check them out because it goes, it is very, very extensive. 99 and all the way when we, get down in the 70s a lot of names i have not heard of some of them i just have to assume you made them up how did you where did you find all these names
1: so it's every event man you may only know the the people who are ranked in the 70s who are distance athletes or sprinters but there's a lot of triple jumpers discus throwers hammer throwers decathletes that you might not have heard Mm of we all know like the top people like everyone knows who christian taylor is but do we know the equivalent of the Rob Napolitano in triple jump? Probably not. But we probably do know the mm. equivalent of Rob Napolitano in the mile. You know, he's like, you know, Rob, he's like a 338 guy, you know. So who's the equivalent yeah. of a 338 1500 meter in the discus? I had to do some research. So that's what I, I, I did. I went through. I see. And I found everyone. So it's kind of like your ultimate rankings in a way because you're kind of combining. uh Sure a cross event rating Mm -hmm. system kind of like what's the equivalent of a great triple jumper to a great sprinter to a great 5k runner and a marathon. And can Um, you reveal,
0: can you reveal how, I mean, obviously you get to the very top. It seems easy to decipher and we'll get into the, who's in the very top and who's just outside it in a moment. But like what was the exact system? And, and particularly when you're talking about, 80 to 90 when that's when you're in that gray area and it's tough obviously this isn't a perfect science but how 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 did you suss out the different point totals
1: so a small maybe like a uh okay so most of it is based off of so this is not your career it's all based on what you've done for me lately and what you've done okay. for me lately means i only looked at your resume from uh The spring of 2019 to present. So, what you did indoors in 2019 doesn't matter to me. It's only what you did last year during the track season, outdoor track season, all the way through indoor. And if you ran at all, you know, outdoors this year. So, like, Chris Schweizer's uh, sub 1430 counts towards his rating. Um, But Evan Jager, who hasn't run, who didn't run at all in 2019, hasn't even run a steeple yet. He's kind of. Disadvantage because he doesn't have any marks really to show that he's a great steepler. So Mm -hmm. it's based off of 2019 and on uh, as your resume. I take into account how you did at USA's, but mainly if you were a top three runner or qualified for worlds, that helps you. Sure. Um, And then in the end, the way I did it is it's not about where you are, like just because you're the best javelin thrower in the US doesn't mean you're gonna be rated like 98 or 97. Because Mm -hmm. if javelin is a weak event in the US, I'm not gonna give it the same credibility as being the best sprinter in the US. So for example, um, Kara Winger, she is the best javelin thrower of all time in US history. However, historically, the women's javelin throw is not a deep event internationally right so like the so i want to make sure i kind of like didn't favor weaker events for harder events so you may be the the eighth best 100 meter runner in the u.s but in the world that that eighth best u.s runner is probably what the 15th best in the world because there's not that many great non US sprinters. Whereas if you're the best javelin thrower in the US, you could end up being the fiftieth best javelin thrower in the world. And so I wanted to make sure I kind of compared not cares not, not the fiftieth. You might be like the twenty fifth, right? So yeah. I just wanted to make sure I gave credit to better events that you that makes are in. sense. And I came up with the ratings. So I had a way of a formula um where I kind of figured out what your mark is equivalent to each other. And I gave everyone kind of a universal mark. So what's the equivalent of 336 in a 1500 is the same thing as what in a triple jump. And then I had that and then I kind of rated it down. And then you had a giant list of 850 names. And then it's just like, that's your order, right? And then I took blocks of like, here's the block of eighty eights, Here's the block of eighty sevens, Here's the block of 86s. And then that's how I created it.
0: And to be clear, I am looking at a lot of these names. Some of these are still collegiate athletes, right? There's a lot. You, you're, you're going so deep as to include athletes that have never even competed at U.S. championships.
1: Yeah, because if they had a good mark, a good mark holds up. So it's only mm-hmm. like the only category you need to be. The only thing you needed to be included in this is just being American. It's U.S. athletes only. So yeah. If you're a fast American who isn't pro yet, you, you can be rated high. Or if you're in high school and you have a fast time, you can be rated high. I mean, Justin Robinson, I think, is rated pretty high because he ran 44 seconds in high school. So that counts. You don't need to be a signed athlete to be in this rating system. I know we might have some, you know, I'm sure EA Sports gets has to deal with all that stuff like, oh, collegiate athletes in a video game. How do you deal with that? But in this world where there isn't a real video game, we can include whoever we want
0: got it. Well, I want to just start to go through some of the list and we'll kind of look at names that we can argue back and forth if they're overrated, underrated, properly rated. We don't have to do that for every individual name cuz we'd be here until August. But <laughs> let's start with the men, the 99 club on the men's stop on the men's side. I I don't think I can argue with who's included. I I would want to argue though who's who's not there and I understand you can't put 30 athletes in the 99 group, but we'll go through it here. Christian Coleman, he's 99 on the track, maybe about a 40 when it comes to uh, whereabouts. Okay, that's a joke. <laughs> just kidding. But he's there for now, obviously, because he's world champion, best 100 meter runner in the world, assuming, well, can't assume anything. But if he's in Tokyo, he's clearly the best. And this is going back to 2019. So, yes, he belongs. Donovan Brazier, duh. Noah Lyles, duh. Christian Taylor, that's obvious. Joe Kovacs won the world title. Sam Kendricks, the same for him. That is an obvious group. And I know you mentioned you had been interacting with him on Twitter. Grant Holloway, explain to me why he's a 98, not a 99.
1: Yeah, so Grant Holloway obviously is the first man out. If anyone, he is the 98.9 guy because he's a world champion. He's the only world champion not in the 99. But what I wanted to do was I wanted to make the 99 group six only. So I was like, you only get six. And I had to decide so I basically had to choose six from from this group of seven because the world champion basically says you're in the running for ninety nine and looking at the the marks that um the the up other six have done historically compared like where their marks rank in all time is a lot better than where twelve ninety eight ranks you know the, okay you know, so that's why and it was just like a purely, you know, I also could argue like, okay, well, Grant Holloway didn't win USA's. So you could kind of hit him on that. Right. <laughs> which is, which is tough, but you know, he's, he had a long track season, but in the end he won the one that matters most, which is worlds. But I also think in my mind, I, I was like, is it mean to not be nine? Is it rude to not put someone at 99? And I kind of think, if Grant was like a ninety six, you'd be like, hey, that's disrespectful, or maybe even ninety-seven. But I like to think that ninety-nine and ninety eight are one A and 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 one okay. B, like they're the same in my mind. It's just semantics, you know? That's that's Fair. the way I look at it. So But yeah, Grant Holloway being ninety eight, clearly he's the one most deserving of a ninety nine, but hey, man, I only had to pick six. Who are you gonna well, take
0: why, out? why did you just limit it to six? Any particular reason for that?
1: I feel like I needed to give myself rules because and I feel yeah, like yeah. you could, if I give, if you don't stop it at six, then why not stop it? If I, if I put Grant Holloway there at in there, then I'm like, okay, well, why not Dana Roberts? He beat Holloway at USA's. Okay. Well, why not Ryan Krauser? He literally is just as good as Joe Kovacs just happens to get second to him. They throw within two centimeters of each other. Um, why not Ryan Krauser be in there? Ryan Benjamin. He's, all-time great yeah. in the 4 hurdles He just happens to be going up against another all-time great so i could justify my way into adding more and more to the 99 group so i was like okay give yourself a hard cap six mm. that's all you get yeah deal with it and you know maybe you I hope got there it's less than six world champions so it's not that hard of a, a rule to follow yeah. but usa was good this past year so we had seven so hey that, maybe he'll uh, get an upgrade later on in the in the in the game. Maybe Grant Holloway can find a go. way to get an upgrade to go to ninety nine.
0: The twenty twenty two edition. Maybe he's the cover. Okay. Um, and I guess we should make this clear. As of yet, EA has not picked up this game, so this is not a real video game. If this is, has not been made clear already, let's move on to the women's side of the ninety nine player ratings. Dalila Muhammad. That's obvious. You're not going to get an argument there. Emma Coburn. Yes. Shelby Houlihan. We can talk about that, very, very good. We know, know that, but just one sec. Deanna Price, Nia A and McLaughlin. Now, whereas the men, you had to leave off a, tw- a 2019 world champion. You have a woman on here in Shelby Houlihan who has never even meddled, did not meddle uh, in 2019, which famously got fourth in the 1500. Now it feels like there's good reason to have her in the 99 when you consider she dominates all distance events she runs in the U.S and she just broke the American record in the 5k of course set the American record in the 1500 in Doha was it easier on the women's side to come up with these six than it was for the men just simply because you didn't have as many
1: world champions yeah I would say it was easier um I mean Shelby got in there maybe I could argue it's recency bias I was like how can you not put this girl who is Mm -hmm. just cruising like dominating just runs 1423 Mm -hmm. um and, I, I mean, I also, also was confused. Do I want to put Sydney in the 99? I was like, wow, like, or do you, you know I mean, it's kind of crazy to have two people from the same event in a 99. Yeah. Like, that just shows how good DeLillo was to have your person you're beating also be a 99. Um, but I thought it was a little easier. I mean, looking at the 98s, the 97s, it's kind of hard to find someone who I think, would deserve the 99 over the other person i feel like everyone there kind of has been historically dominant either was a world champion or just like no one touched them at all ever on the u.s circuit like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean emma coburn yeah. is not a world champion but like emma coburn well, is the steeple 2017 right? she was but 2017 too, last, but year. Like, last yeah. year emma coburn yeah. is the steeple steeplechase right yeah. You know, and then same thing with Shelby. Shelby is the fifteen five K in the in the US. Like no one just touches her. They just assume she wins. So I think mm-hmm. that's why Emma and Shelby, the two distance athletes of that group, got in that top tier. And then Deanna Price kinda quietly it's like throwing out of her mind in the hammer yeah. throw. Uh so that's why she she was up there as well.
0: Got it. Okay. I I I don't think there's too much arguing there um, from my part. Those are the pretty far and away the the top six. I guess a name that I'm not seeing up there that was a medalist last year, and then it was a weaker event, but Brittany Brown and the 200 silver medalists. I know that's a weaker event, but let's see, where, where do you have her? You got her down in 95. A, 95. Are you taking stock of the weakness of that event to knock her yes. down that much when you consider that she was a silver medalist?
1: Yes, that that is... Yeah basically 100% the reason why. I mean, Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, Vashti Cunningham got third, I believe, got bronze, but her, her jump of two meters historically isn't as like an all-time great mark. I mean, she's dominating the US circuit, but it's kind of like you want to, you want, if she was jumping like maybe 205 meters, then maybe Vashti can move up into the 97s, 98s. But I think the weakness of the high jump in the U.S. hurt Vashti and the weakness of the 200 just on the on the world stage hurt Brittany Brown okay
0: let's move on to the 98s for the men we got Daniel Roberts Justin Gatlin Rye Benjamin Fred Curley Lopez Lemong, Ryan Krauser Grant Holloway as we mentioned Michael Norman Will Clay uh, a lot of these guys you could kind of argue there and then as you discussed the 98. Point nine group um i i don't know if there's anyone these are all solid dudes uh everybody i mean roberts obviously bowed out at the world championships in the first round but he won usa's Lamont continues to run fast at 35 norman didn't even make the 400 final but that was due to an injury uh any difficulty here anybody you uh, we talked about the and the guy in Holloway who you thought about putting up to 99, anybody that just crept into this 98 group that maybe
1: barely made the cut? Uh, I mean, not really. I feel like okay. all of them were kind of very deserving of the 98. I didn't really have any hard time filling out the 98 group, i to be honest. Okay. I feel like uh, on the on the men's side, it starts getting a little complicated once you get past the top, like, 12. I felt like then yeah. it started becoming you're splitting hairs, and then you start getting the people who, you know, aren't world medalists or competing, making world finals, and then it gets, just gets a yeah. little bit harder. But I feel like the 98 yeah, group yeah. was pretty on its
0: own. Well, I will take issue with some of your uh, mid-90s athletes in just a moment. We'll move on to the women's <laughs> side of the 98 things because I take no issue there, but I'm seeing some things of which we'll have to debate. The 98 for the women's side, Ashley Spencer, Jen, Jen sure. I always have a hard time with that name. Kendra Harrison, Courtney Frerichs, Krista Swiser, and Sandy Morris. I'm a little surprised to see Ashley Spencer there. Now, I know she – I again, I – did she make the world final last year? I, I have to... I can't I can't fully remember. Now, I know she's a 2016 Olympic medalist, so uh, that may have propelled her up to that, even though you said this is all based on 2019. But when I look at this list, the two names I'm surprised to see, Ginger and Ashley Spencer, how'd you come up with them in, as 98s?
1: Ashley Spencer ran the 10th fastest women's 400 meter hurdle of all time in the world. Last
0: year, oh, okay.
1: No one sense. realized it because, because she's losing the were... two other people who are Americans. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, but she ran the tenth fastest time ever by a, a, a person in the world, so I think that's why. So she I doesn't think... have the like metal accolades because again, two of the people in her event are getting all the accolades, especially in, on the U.S. side of things. Yep. Uh, but she quietly ran an impressive time this last year. I mean, she ran 53.11, I think. Is that what she ran? Yeah.
0: That, she, ran, yeah. she ran that in... She may have... did she, uh, she ran that... She matched her PR last year. So she ran that yeah, she, funny thing. In, in 2017, she ran 53.11 at USAs, and then she ran that exact time uh, in the U.S. final to get third. And then at World, she got sixth. So didn't quite live up to that at the World Championships. But okay. Yes. it's She gets certainly overshadowed by Muhammad sure. and and uh, McLaughlin. But okay. I, I can understand that. And Jen Scher, uh continues to jump high at what it feels like she's been around forever. What put her up in that high category, though?
1: Yeah. I mean it's just her consistently putting up a a high mark. I mean, what does she she jumped pretty high indoor uh maybe was it indoors this year?
0: Feels like she always jumps high indoors. I don't know if it was this year, uh thirty-eight years old. Uh I mean she jumped four eighty five at USA and didn't even win. Um she jumped
1: she jumped four yeah she jumped four ninety one yeah.
0: Okay. She got Which, seventh at, at Worlds. So yeah, she continues yeah. to be very good at a at an age when the, he, the pole vault is usually she, you're done with it at that point.
1: She has the same season's best as Sandy Morris. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. both jumped in 2020. Uh from season best to 20. me is spring of 2019 to present. I see. I Understand. So, okay. You got your own. So definition. it's like okay. two two and a half seasons, right? It's a That's this fun. indoor this little bit of outdoor and then last outdoor. So Well,
0: this is, this is a good exercise, I think, because making these rankings, because it does allow you to see some of these athletes that had really, really strong seasons and continue to be very, very good, but maybe just missed the podium last year at the World Championships. So you're kind of like, oh, they didn't do anything. There's just so many athletes. And obviously in the US, we're blessed to have so many gold medalists and medalists that you're kind of like, you miss out on the people that maybe got fourth through seventh, right? And who quietly had very, very strong seasons. So I understand. Okay, moving on. We got the 97s on the men's side. Daryl Hill, Mike Rogers, Omar Craddock, Matthew Centrowitz, ooh, that's tough. Nathan Strother and Paul Chalimo. How did Nathan, all respect, how did Nathan Strother get in the 97s? Not a guy uh, I anticipated would be
1: that high. I mean, he made the world team okay. in the 400. It's hard to make. He was the third man behind Norman and Curly. And, uh, Curly. Mm-hmm. He's th- I mean, that helps him. He So he gets a little bit right. bumped for just being a world team qualifier. And then also, I mean, he ran a fast time. He ran low 44s. Yeah. I mean, okay, two. this podcast is going to be like, why'd you do this? And I'm going to be like, okay, here's a resume. And like, in the end, yeah. though, it's going to be now we're starting to split hairs, right? Because... Nathan yeah. Strother is kind of the same thing to me as a, like a Mike Rogers. I mean, what this is what's going to happen. We look at Nathan Strother and Mike Rogers in a different light, mainly because we come from a distance background and we're kind of like, sure. oh yeah, they're a good sprinter. But dude, have you seen like what Bryce Hopple's been doing? He's been like tearing it up. And so we're going to think like no. certain like distance athletes deserve more credit than sprinters or like sure. a very good field event runner. So, if you were to replace Strother with—he's a fifteen hundred meter runner—and say this is a guy who's run, you know, three thirty four gets third at USA's, you know, and then makes it to the final or something like that, you'd be like, yeah, yeah, that's that's a really good distance athlete. He deserves to be ninety seven. So I think the disconnect of understand of like appreciating the the next tier of sprinters. It's going to be hard for us to kind of contemplate where they deserve to be in these in these mid nineties. And
0: I and I get that. One thing I want to look at though with Rogers and Strother, neither made the final last year in their respective events, individual events in Doha. You look at Centrowitz, he did, and you look at Chalimo. Obviously, he did. It's even with that baked in that distance bias. It feels it feels like Rogers and Strother. You got they got them. I'm just saying, these are guys that should be happy. Rogers and Strother, they should be happy coming in at 97s. These are guys. I wake up today and I think those are 96, maybe even 95s. You got them 97. Are they paying you on the side to elevate their ranking? (laughs) So this could have impacts for future contracts. Be like, yo, I know I haven't made a world final in a bit, but you see my flow track uh track and field video game rankings i'm a 97 right now uh i'm just this could be very influential in the track and field economy
1: so one thing is that we're gonna have to realize now is i one other uh rule i gave myself which i wanted to make sure i i have at least six as the minimum per player rating right Mm -hmm. so Obviously, the, the minimum goes up once we get to the, the lower tier numbers when I start having like 20 to 30 people in each rating. So if you are disagreeing with a Rodgers and Strother being in the 97 rating, we can't just take mm-hmm. them out and drop them. We have to replace them with who we think should be in a 97. So okay. who would you rather put in the two those two slots that you think Rodgers and Strother don't deserve?
0: Well, I, I, looked, I mean, it was an issue I was going to bring up in a bit but I'll go ahead and just do it now I look at somebody two people and they used to be on the same team Craig Ingles and Galen Rupp we've got Craig Ingles at 95 and Rupp at 94 I know Rupp had been hurt and for Ingles he just got third in the U.S. indoor 1500 so maybe that that hurts that each of those athletes respectively but those are 97 guys to me if we're taking this seriously like I I mean Rupp just dominated the trials and and Ingles won USA's last year. Feels like those guys are a little underrated. Uh, and then you could also have Hopple in the place, I think of Rogers or Strother. Hopple just got fourth. Um, so that I, that I look at that and say, those are ni- more 97 caliber type guys.
1: So what you're saying is that the 97 group should be four distance athletes and then two non-distance athletes?
0: I mean there's no rules when it comes to what, what type of athlete we need to have in here.
1: No, I'm just I'm saying not, we got guys. No, there's not a rule. I'm not saying it's around a yeah. rule, but what I'm trying to imply is that there is a bias, right? Uh-huh. Give a little I, bit more sure. uh like imp- we get we are a little more impressed by distance athletes' performance than we are with a sprinter or field events athlete performance. Because we follow maybe, maybe a distance athlete more, you know sure but but i look again at rogers and
0: strother and these guys did not make finals and maybe you could say oh the 400 is a tougher event than the 1500 globally maybe you could make that argument but i i just look at it again this isn't a perfect system and i don't want to even know how many hours you spent on this i'm not trying (laughs) to dispute the whole thing i just think rogers and strother have to be paying you on the side like that's the only logical (laughs) conclusion here
1: yeah, I will not right. reveal the compensation packages that I received yeah. from certain yeah. athletes. I'll keep that uh, under wraps. Uh, I don't. You I, I sign non-disclosure agreements yeah. on these
0: ratings. And you wonder for Madden. I mean, they they could probably take bribes, right? I mean that the, the player ratings for NFL for the Madden video game are are a significant deal. So you you almost wonder if that can be a corrupted experience. Okay, let's go to the '97s uh, for the women. Couple athletes here, I think, could have been bumped a little bit higher. We have Ajay Wilson, Gwen Berry, Raven Rogers, Brooke Anderson, Jenny Simpson, Shakari Richardson. To me, Ajay Wilson, when if she wins gold in Doha, she's a ninety-nine. But here you have her Correct. down to a ninety-seven. Why? I I guess I can understand. It feels like something's like you could have her at a ninety-eight, but then you would have to have had Raven Rogers had a ninety-eight, right? Because she beat her in Doha. So was that the logic? Did you kind of see those women as a pair? And why were they 97s as opposed to 98s?
1: Yeah, I looked at them as a pair. That is as a true statement. Um so wherever they go, they gotta go together. And Yeah, I agree. If if Ajay wins World, she she becomes a 99. Uh and at the same time, like her, she what, what was her like season's best? I think she ran like one fifty seven. Is that what she ran? Maybe one fifty seven. Uh, that
0: sounds yeah, that sounds right. I mean, you have to you know remember she wasn't chasing Castor Semenya for a lot of it, yeah. so her times were kind of her setting the pace and and winning races. So yeah, so uh, I think that sounds right. I'm it, not
1: sure. Uh, I mean, the women's eight hundred has kind of changed and one running one fifty eight low isn't what it used to be, I feel like, and I feel mm-hmm. like aji kind of her truth. times like, like globally um historically globally um aren't as impressive i mean if she ran a one maybe a one fifty six low or one fifty five high that would have mm-hmm. helped her i think with a uh, all time greatness i mean like i said like dilah Muhammad is breaking the world record right and then Ajay Wilson's running 157 mids. So you're like, okay. You know, you don't want to have rose colored glasses on the on the one fifty-seven just because you're like, that's impressive. Right. Sub two for a female eight hundred meter runner. Meanwhile, there's people breaking America like Deanna Price throwing insane and you know. Anyway. So I agree. She could be higher, but you know, a lot of people could be higher. I mean, yeah. We uh that's that's the best thing about these ratings is that. A lot of people can say they deserve a better rating. And luckily, the 2022 player ratings come out a year from now. So get ready for those.
0: <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, 96 on the men's side. Hop, Rice, Hoppel, Craven Gillespie, TJ Holmes, Clayton Murphy, Kenny Bidneric, Woody, Kin, Cade, Craven Gillespie. Now, we know he ran fast in 2019 on the NCAA side, didn't make the U.S. team as an individual. You can call him a world champion because I think he participated in the prelims of the 4 by one How do he, how do we bump him to a 96? Because it seems like he's next to guys that maybe he's not quite as good at comparatively across the the global scale.
1: I mean, it's all based off of his 100-meter time, which, mm-hmm. you know, historically like is... is or,
0: yeah. yeah, what do you run? 994. Maybe nine ninety 990, nine ninety-four, nine or maybe it was nine ninety-three. hmm Could have been right there in the middle. I'm looking it up. Everybody went fast. He ran nine ninety-three and also nineteen ninety-three. Uh so yes, okay. I can see that a little bit. A little yeah, bit so better. Nine
1: ninety three is it's, it's actually pretty it's not like he was a nine ninety-six, nine ninety-seven guy. So yeah. that helped him. Um <laughs>
0: And Woody Kincaid, up with the 96s, here's his career resume. Finished <laughs> third at USAs and ran 1258, full stop. That's, that's it. Now, fantastic, but he's basically got two performances for his entire international career. Uh,
1: Not even international, right?
0: Yeah, I don't even know if he's raced internationally. <laughs> like, the guy has – look, listen – for when, he, when he's healthy, he's obviously fantastic, and he surprised a lot of us with those two performances last year. Um, w- was the top three at USAs weighted more heavily, or the twelve fifty eight, or they just both but, obviously I mean, both. helped him? Yeah,
1: both. I mean, one thing I try to do is I try to give credit for people who finished top three, even if they didn't make the world team, because I feel like there's still like a little bit of that competition of just like being top three in your event shows that like you know you're. You know, even though you technically weren't selected, I feel like it should get some a little bit of credit, so that boosts them a bit and then again twelve fifty eight is twelve fifty eight that's, that's mm-hmm. pretty good you know I mean most of the five k runners in in America are running like thirteen tens and thirteen fifteens mm-hmm. right There's only like a group of three like you could say chalimo, Lamong, and Kincaid who are really running those elite five k marks Everyone else is kind of ten seconds back I mean, you would think like a Hassan Mead or and Eric Jenkins in in his prime or like, you know, these younger guys like McGordy and Fisher and drew Hunter. None of those guys are running 13 lows. They're all running 13 teens. So I think Kincaid kind of separate himself from the pack to kind of deserve yeah. being in the upper nineties.
0: I, I know we were, we were going down the list here in order, but I do want to make a jump. Cause you just mentioned Eric Jenkins name and I, and I, keyword searched his name and I, a couple of interesting guys in his 91 club we got two fellows you may have heard of before Matt Bowling and Justin Robinson won a high schooler or just finished his high school career in Justin Robinson and then Matthew Bowling a college freshman soon to be sophomore um how did those high schoolers get so high
1: they ran fast times man they uh
0: but Matt Bowling, I mean, his one was obviously so, was windy, right? And then he's no, run, I mean, what, 10-11,
1: 10-12? 10-11. Okay. Like, 10-11 is actually, is, like, so think about this. I'll I'll do, I'll do a little thing. The 10th fastest man to ever run the 100 meters in the world ran 9.84, all right? If mm-hmm. Matt Bowling ran 10-11, that is point. Zero, two seven percent more, 0.027% uh slower than 984, right? So basically you do 1011 divided by 984, you get 1.0274, okay?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, and then Justin Robinson, who ran 4484, you divide 4484 by 4372, which is the 10th fastest ever in the world all time. He goes to a 1.0256. So they both go to a 1.02 something, right? And then when you compare it to like a that's like the equivalent to like okay. a 1310. Okay. That's equivalent to like okay. a 1310, because the 10th fastest mark now in the world in the 5K is 1247. It's what Moa Med just ran. So yeah. that's 23 seconds. If you're if you're a 1310 5K guy, you're 23 seconds behind. Um, the tenth fastest mark of all time, and you know division wise, it's it's like percentage wise, it's very similar to running a ten and, oh ten I, ten one. I get that. The thing is, though, it feels like you know at the championship level,
0: twelve forty seven runners and thirteen ten athlete can be closer because of the tactics. There's no tactics in a hundred, right? Like, there's no scenario barring an injury where Christian Coleman is going to lose to Matt Bowling, right? Barring an injury or just like a massive breakout underperformance by by each athlete. That's not gonna happen. But there is a scenario where, say, like an Eric Jenkins could beat Mohamed if the tactics, I know he's not American, but if the tactics, you know, were we there's there's differences, right? Even with the time, we look at it as as um in the sprints, it's like they have no chance because look at their PRs the PRs yeah. matter less at the on the distance side just because you know this isn't going to be a 1247 championship final that just doesn't really happen so maybe that's i understand you have to go with numbers when it gets into that but i think there are some differences to where maybe you you build in you- some i don't know what the word is but you build in some differences with the the distance athletes athletes versus the uh the, the sprinters
1: yeah, I guess I can agree with that. I guess where where do you think it becomes your PR doesn't matter? I guess after because like, eight hundred, I feel like your PR matters, right? Yeah. I feel like if you're a one forty three guy versus a one forty five guy, like it's there's probably no, 5K, like
0: five k five k up probably is yeah. probably the only thing. Five fifteen hundred matters.
1: If you're a three forty you guy,
0: you're not beating a three twenty seven guy, probably.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so you'd say that then it's uh. 5k, 10k and marathon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I I can agree. I can agree with that. I think it's hard to kind of find that nuance, you know, because while it's it's I think it's hard to know what a true five K athlete's like true like rating is of like their personal best, because we don't know when they actually went to the well for a five K mark, right? We know Mo Ahmed went to the well. He ran 1247. We know someone like Woody Kincaid went to the well when he runs 1258. But Paul Chalimo, like you said, could go an entire season of only running 1310. We know he never went to the well, right? Because he was just trying Mm -hmm. to win races. And the question is, how do I know that Eric Jenkins 1310 last year was him like just running 1310 or was it him like showing this is my pure fit? This is the my max right now. You know? I got it. And I guess that's I what's hard. You don't know when an athlete is really putting out a full faith effort. I mean, you know that when it's like a superstar, you know when Paul Chilimo runs 1312, you know he's better than that. But maybe Eric Jenkins, his best is right now is the 1310. And that's why, you know, you know, yeah,
0: I get it. I don't know. A fun game. It's just hard play to find a nuance. Yeah. A fun game you can play with these ratings is going down, starting from the top and working down and seeing how far you can get without before you don't know an athlete. And I feel <laughs> very confident through ninety three. But then I get to the ninety twos and I'm pretty solid. I know basically everyone but two. And then it makes me think who- it makes me think they're pole vaulters, but you gotta let me know. Jacob Wooten and Matt Ludwig. I don't think I would recognize those guys if I saw them out on the street. Uh, who are those guys?
1: They're both pole vaulters. Okay.
0: See, you just, it's, you always assume they're pole vaulters, right? I don't know why. You just, you know, <laughs> uh, you, you look at a name like Casey Lightfoot, and I just, that's a pole vaulter. Like, I, I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm not sure how that works. Maybe we just have a big crop of pole vaulters in this country relative to other countries. But you just look at a name and you can make that guess. So I, I suppose I, uh, I I get by on a technicality because I was able to to guess that. And then I go down to the ninety ones. I don't think I would know uh, Devon DeMoss if I saw him on the street. What event does he do?
1: What make a guess? Uh, th- th-
0: th- the hundred. Yeah. He's a sprinter. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's. Okay. Think, then we. I then think. we really. Okay, hold on, we hold get on. to the. Ne- yeah. I was just gonna say.
1: Let me double we check. I think. Into- I think he yeah, I think yeah, runs a hundred.
0: Let's. Let's hope.
1: I hope he's not. Uh. I hope I didn't mess him up, and he's actually a hurdler. No, I think oh, he's. I, I think he's a sprinter. Oh, okay. Man, I feel. I see. you're making you're making me second guess my knowledge of these people
0: well let's see here um 10 yeah 500
1: yeah he's a yeah,
0: yeah he ran at memphis okay and then we get down to this is where things get really sketchy is the 90s and if if you can go i i want to hear you know tweet at us or write us an email if you can go down through these lists and like get to a certain number before you don't know an athlete because as we guess, I can guess some names, but obviously I, I had to I you know I like I said I would not recognize these athletes and I do this for a living. We get down to the ninety range, this is where I really start losing it here. Cordero Gray, never heard of him. Daryl Sullivan, never heard of him. Um Marcus Parker really, I, don't Sullivan, who, I don't
1: know.
0: Daryl Sullivan's good. That he's is. a
1: high jumper from he's a high jumper from Tennessee. I he I'm
0: jumped, not I'm
1: not good I'm not good at the he's high the jump. Best I don't He's the high, He's the best high jumper in the country. Oh, cool, cool.
0: Okay. Yeah. Cord- a, Cordero I'm,
1: Gray is a sprinter. He's a 100-meter guy. Okay. Well, Anyone else let's see how far
0: I can, let me see how far I can get on the women's side before I don't. I'm doing pretty good here. Hold on. I've, I'm, I'm through 93. Ooh. Now we got one pop-up. Jania Stewart. I don't recognize that name. So we reached the 92s on the women's. Huh? You don't know who that is? No, I feel like I should, but no. She's a hammer thrower. See, there you go. Would not have known that. So I get to... um, See, that's my only one. And then we get to the... uh, Again, the 90s trip me up too. So we'll have like one or two before that. Then I get down to the 90 number and then it's just, it's all over for me. Uh, I guess I don't know who that is.
1: I guess it's just hard to like know like the top like to know who the top 20 people are in 19 different events it's you could really argue hard. maybe in in 40 different events because you have men and women right that's a mm. lot of people to like right keep track of and maybe you'll be able to know about it in one year because you're like really intense but every year it changes up there's new people that come in old people that leave so like over time it's a lot of names to kind of constantly be aware of so i don't blame you it's okay i i also don't know a lot of these people's names some of them just got rated because you know i took a mark and i was like okay that's where you are boom done you know so uh, it's okay to not yeah. know every single person um you're not alone in not knowing cool. 800 track and field athletes of 2021 you're, you're not alone
0: that's good i was worried i was worried this was actually like a uh a progress report like you, you know behind you're going to reveal behind a curtain our bosses were here judging me because i remember way way back in the day when i was trying to get hired by FlowTrack. track i had like a skype meeting with you before skype meetings were all the rage uh, i guess zoom meetings but you asked me like cross-country questions and i think i stumbled on a few of them and so i felt like that all over again but this one would have been more intense like you look at the 82s. All right, Alfonso Jordan, give me his PRs. And I would have been like, 10, 10, uh, 19. No, he's a hammer thrower, sir. The, yeah, he threw the discus. Okay. Uh, this is tough. You can really uh, get your knowledge going here if you go down, especially in the 70s. I think you made some of these names up. Admit that you made some of these names <laughs> up. I, I think that's that you've. That, I don't want to shout out any names because I don't want somebody who's one of these people are like, Hey, they called your name out and said you were a fake athlete. Like, I don't want to say that, but man, there's a lot of names here. There's got to be a couple that you just threw in there.
1: I don't, well, I did think about, should I put what event they're in? as like an identifier. So everyone knows, okay, that don't know the name, but that person's a a discus throw. Okay, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I decided not to. I was like, no, we're just going (laughs) to no identifiers. I did. Mm throw in two surprise names. I'm not sure if you caught them, but I threw in one female name and one male name where they were not ranked in my system. But I threw them in just for the hell of it. Were you able to- okay, like, on to the find women's
0: it? side? Yeah.
1: Oh. Well, I just- but, Googled, I mean, I just-
0: Oh, I mean- I've, we got Tui at at uh, eighty three. Yes. Is yeah. that one you're talking about? Okay.
1: Yeah, I just I threw her in there just for okay. she doesn't have a mark that's like rated well at all. But I was like, I want to throw it, and then I'm guessing you can then assume who I threw in on the men's side.
0: Uh, oh, let me go see where he's at. Hold on. So he, she's at Kaitlyn Tui, high school star, NXN champion, is eighty three, and then we have Nico Young at eighty one. Interesting. Okay. Why is he lower
1: than Tui? I mean, that wasn't thought of. I wasn't thinking. I, you know, there was probably a two-hour or three-hour separation between doing the men's and the women, so I probably forgot what I ranked. Nico Young as yeah. before I did <laughs> Tui. Uh, it was more just like kind of throwing him. Like, All right, let's put him in the low 80s is what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I Nico Young could though. He's going to be the biggest jumper, right? Because if he has a coll- collegiate season. And he under Mike Smith and goes out and runs like a thirteen thirty or like a thirteen twenty five k as a true freshman, he's gonna go Damn. from the eighty one all the way up into the high eighties, low nineties. I think it'll be interesting. I mean, he's he's the player you want to get on your on in franchise mode because you know, in a year mm. or two, you're gonna be able to get him for a cheap. So that's buy, true. Buy buy cheap on Nico Young.
0: Now we i saw a comment i think on your post about how do you even play this game like what do you do just like mash the joystick (laughs) or something i will say way back in the day and I, i wasn't a big video game player growing up but on my playstation there was like an athens olympic video game that we had and i don't even remember how we had it so it was back from 2004 so it was probably released in like 2003 And that was exactly it you just kind of like move the joystick for i don't remember if there was distance events i just remember the sprints but it was harder than than you would have thought um i don't imagine it would sell quite as well as football because you know with madden it's well established but uh you got to take this to the next step and actually like develop a video game for this are you are you capable
1: and ready to do that uh me personally i'm not capable (laughs) to do that but i do agree that i think it is possible to make a good track and field video game because if you can make a golf video game interesting i think you can make a track and field video game interesting oh, because don't even go off
0: tiger woods that stuff's fun like, man
1: all you're doing is just like you're 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 seeing it move you're lining it up and you, you hit it at the right moment right <laughs> yeah and you could do that for one you could do that for all the, the throwing events right you can line event. it up hit yeah, it at, sure. hit yeah. it at the right moment you could do that for a lot of jumping events, you line it up and you yeah. make sure you you pick your angle that you want to go and then you like make sure you see the athlete like run and as soon as they hit that spot you want to make sure you hit the button so they jump at the right moment. Like you could find yeah. ways to make be fun. the different events like it's all about hand eye coordination. Like I imagine like the like the pole vault like you could make it like a two part thing. It's like you want to make sure you have the speed and then you you click x right when they hit a moment and then you have to click like x a second time to make sure you have the bend you know you could do all this type of stuff that would That's, be cool this the only one that would be kind of hard to <laughs> make <laughs> intriguing is i don't know how you would make a distance race yeah i don't know either like, what are you doing the entire time like are you just constantly i don't know
0: i, I don't i don't understand either i mean it would be cool if it factored in like Obviously, like you'd have your Donovan Brazier, and you're like, oh man, I'm gonna win here." But then you could like select how fast you go out to the tenth of a second. So it's not even that; it's just like you're kind of, I don't know, the race kind of runs itself. Like you have to control and make sure you stay on in the inside lanes, and you can't like bump into certain athletes. But maybe there's Ooh, something maybe where you this. can like dial in, like a forty-nine-eight second first lap. I don't know; it's a little complicated. But let me know. This what is probably what you though.
1: You you maybe you can have like you have a, like a bar, which is like your energy, right? And each athlete has a different amount of energy, right? right so you pick right. Donovan Brazier, he has the amount of energy. And basically, you're controlling the track bot. the majority of the race, you're just making sure you stay on the track. So you, you use the joystick to make sure you're turning, right? Because if you don't, then you'll, the athlete will just run straight on the curve and not turn left, right? <laughs> So that'll be part of the dynamic. But then what you can do is you have like a booster, right? And you only get to use so much of the booster, right? Mm -hmm. And so you want to time when to like use the boost. So like you basically time your kick. And like once, if you use it all up in the first lap, you have no boost left and then you'll just, you'll die. So it's all about strategy of when to click the boost button. Like, oh, I'm going to use 5% of the boost now because there was a move made. Oh, now I'm going to use 20% of the boost. But then once you're out of the, once you used up 100% of the boost, then you're then you're just done. So it'd be like the strategy of like, all right, I'm in a 10K. When do I want to like, you know, use it up? And then you have ways to like, the boost, like once you use it, it kind of goes back up slowly, right? So there's a little bit of, it's not like it's a finite number. So like
0: yeah. if you
1: boost a lot in the beginning and then for like five minutes, like it slowly moves back up because you get more energy because you're running slower again. I don't know. I think that could be like a way to like yeah. make it. Kind of like know, running out of gas in a in a video racing game.
0: There you go. I uh, I, uh, I know who would use his boost really early. It'd be Nigel Amos. He'd be like, first lap, <laughs> all boost. Let's go. I'm gonna try to run 45 and hang on. Uh, I mean, that would that, be that's funny. Good thing to do. Yeah, I, I like that idea. There'd be
1: there'd be funny screen records, right, of like people yeah. playing this game, like having like really bad racing strategies to see what happens. <laughs> right. You know, I. You know. People would like be watching like uh, the Olympics and then seeing like some an, a- an athlete do something crazy and then they recreate it in the video game. And you know, it'll be a great like, yeah. And then the sprinting events, you just have like the tapping really quick for like nine seconds and the hurdle like tapping over each hurdle really quickly. Oh, yeah, that could be hard. Yeah, some of it
0: could be really difficult, right?
1: It could be good. The problem is you need someone at EA Sports or at uber soft on all these video game companies who like loves track so much that they're willing to spend millions of dollars in time to like hire all the people yeah. to like stop working on grand theft auto 45 and make track and field 21
0: well you ha- yeah and you'd have to have athletes signed with deals for these for these uh video games cuz inevitably they'd have to have a ton of the big name athletes come in to replicate their form with those little balls they put around people. It's a lot of effort for a game that maybe only about 200 people would buy, but <laughs> Let, hey, that's if, the problem. If they come right? out with it, I don't have a game system at all right now. But if they came out with this, I would I would purchase the whole the whole thing. Like this would be worth it for me to to make this happen. I I think it would be fun because you would have all the athletes' celebrations. You get Carson Warholm slapping his face, you Noah know, Lyles and then, screaming and doing fun stuff on the start line. I mean,
1: there's just a lot of potential here. And then you have athletes playing the game themselves, right? You know, you saw like. So much fun. Uh, the NBA 2K, uh, LeBron, uh, Quinn Cook, or and Anthony Davis played NBA 2K while in the bubble like a few days ago. And the way that works is you could, you have like an avatar, and a bunch of people can all join at the same time. So everyone found out that LeBron, Quinn Cook, and Anthony Davis are their avatars in this game. So a bunch of people quickly logged on on their avatars <laughs> and just started following them, and they had like this giant pack of people just following them around the game. Because they're like, oh, that's actually LeBron James. Oh, my God. That would be awesome. Way to bring the, the track
0: community together. I'm, I'm all for this. I just don't know who's going to pony up the cash for this. Maybe that T-Mobile guy who's into track, whatever his name is, John Legier, whatever. Maybe he can pony up a million or two for this and develop it. Uh, I'd be a consultant. I'd be happy to help with the ratings because, you know. Well, I think you've come up with a good system. I take issue with a few of your few of your numbers, but
1: Well, we, you're not we the only can't. one who takes issue. No, there's Shaheem gonna be plenty of people. Shaheem okay. Wright on Twitter says they out here disrespecting me. Uh, Yikes. Chris Welch says my rating was a seventy seven. Really? Do you even know who Chris Welch is?
0: I I do I don't, and no respect disrespect to him, but uh, no. Okay. Taylor Banks says
1: you got to fix this and then trash emoji. Uh another guy says, "Y'all could have gave me an 80 instead of a 78." The person who had the best reaction, I was like, "This is the type of reaction I, I liked it. it." Was Miles Pringle, you know, D2 great great oh, 400 yeah. meter runner. He said, "Shoot, I'll take it. Wait until I get those upgrades though." So like he he recognized. I think Miles played in the low 90s, 89. He's so. an 89. Yeah. He's not saying like why ain't I, why not am I not a ninety seven right so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so well
0: if you're listening to this and you're an athlete go find your name on the list and then tweet at us why Gordon may have done done you uh, unfairly dirty done you dirty done you dirty there you go that's what I was looking for I uh, just want to make clear I had nothing to do with the making of this so. Don't get mad at me. It's all it's all Gordon. Uh, no, but seriously, check out these lists on the site. We have them up on the front page. The video game track and field player ratings out for both men and women. That'll do it for us today. He's Gordon Mack. I'm Lincoln Shrike. We will see you tomorrow.